What's going on, everyone? It's Amy J. Happy New Year to you all. I hope 2020 has been off to a great start for you. The response to last week's episode was so incredibly positive, and many of you reached out asking for more. So here I am with part two on how to achieve your goals. While the last one delved deeper into science, this week I'm giving you five ways to keep your New Year's resolutions. Here we go. So let's get right into it. The inspiration for the first one comes from my experience as a tour guide throughout undergrad. During my last year, I had the privilege of serving as the president of the organization, and I worked alongside amazing team members with incredible goals. While we had drafted a list of collective goals as a team, I later sat down with each vice president to create a subset of so-called mini-goals that were specific to each position. We went beyond the basics and developed a strategy to meet those expectations, by creating a timeline with deadlines. Every two weeks, I would sit down with each leader and review those tasks that we had initially drafted and review what was due that week. By the end of our terms, we had created a tremendous amount of progress, all because we had set those mini goals for ourselves. Number two, don't go cold turkey on a habit that you're trying to change. Reshna and I talked about this during our No Sugar Challenge episode, where we replaced unhealthy munching with mindful munching instead. It's a lot easier for the brain to invest energy elsewhere than to rewire itself to do absolutely nothing during a given time frame. For example, let's say the first thing you do at the end of a busy work or school day is hop onto the couch and binge watch Netflix. Instead of telling yourself to stop watching TV entirely, turn it into something constructive by saying, I'll only watch one episode and then work on other tasks, and then hold yourself to it. Number three, use the buddy system. Episode six on how to break bad habits also shed light on this, but by holding one another accountable, Rachna and I were able to conquer our challenges together by talking about how to work around this. Plus, you have the added benefit of celebrating when you find yourselves exactly where you want to be. Four, chances are if you made a goal, there's something about your present life that you may not be entirely content with, or there's an aspect that you'd like to add in order to grow in some way or another. That's why it's important to envision your life after your ideal goal is reached. We talked about this a little bit in last week's episode, but really take into consideration What do you need to do to accomplish those goals before you get there? If you fail to take those baby steps, what's the end result going to look like? By keeping these in mind, you can build a stronger mindset, especially during times of temptation. Maybe you want to eat that second donut, you're too lazy to drive somewhere, or supposedly don't have enough time. When you hear yourself contemplating these excuses, you can train yourself to push through and recognize what you really need. The last one, number five, is all about setting a date or deadline and telling everyone about it. Some of the most successful people in the world have been using this tip throughout their entire career. One of my favorite stories is from renowned CEO and beauty guru, Mona Katan, who recently shared in an interview what her secret was to building a billion-dollar company. She'd tell her friends and family about an upcoming project release date, in order to hold herself accountable to getting that task done. I actually tried this myself when I launched Brain Meets Mine, and I can confirm it really does work. 
I was nowhere close to being where I wanted to be, even two weeks out from the launch, but by sharing that November 25th launch date, I realized that I couldn't let everyone else around me and myself down too. So my next goal is actually to run a race by early March, and by committing myself to it ahead of time, I've been able to train multiple times a week and increase my running distance each week, just as an example. I'll keep you posted on how that goes, but until then, try out some of these tips for yourself. If you can make it past the first few weeks, you're starting to rewire your brain and recognize how to break out of those old habits and work towards achieving those goals that are on your mind. So again, if you've made it past these first few days or weeks, whatever it may be, you can definitely make it through the year. For this week's challenge, try out one of these tips. It's really not too late to refine your goals for 2020, maybe even add some new ones based on our conversation today. If you feel like there's something that you can resonate with, see if it's something that'll fit your strategy and your schedule and really allow you to check those 2020 bucket list items off your list. 2020 has big things in store for Brain Meets Mind, and I'm so excited to bring those to you. I am so grateful for each and every one of you, and I can't wait to share another episode with you next Monday. Until then, have a great week.